1: Those two unapologetically biased orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
3: It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the QS Militia with Sean and Joe. At QS Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia. Thank you to everybody for tuning in and hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Boston College post-game show. Syracuse had an explosive four minutes, 53 seconds in the third quarter finish off BC after trailing three to nothing going into the locker room at the half. You'll hear from us and we'll hear from you and fan feedback. And happy Halloween. We're here early because Joe's Halloween agenda has been laid out and this is the window and we're in it. So, we're doing the show now. Obviously, we both got kids to take off trick-or-treating tonight. So, instead of Joe just pulling a no-show again, we decided that we would try to fit this in early. And it's, it's good. I kind of like a Sunday afternoon podcast, Joe. It's, yeah. it's kind of nice. You know, we're still drinking beer, which is just, that's how we do it.
1: You know? Yeah, you know. It's right in the middle of the day, though. Yeah. Uh.
3: That's his he's trying to. He's trying to convince us, or he's trying to convince himself, no, or what he's trying just, to do. But
1: <laughs> puts a halt in progress if you got stuff going on. But it is what
3: it is. It absolutely does. So uh, for the tr- the the Tucker Tracker, um, so he is only 105 yards away to break Joe Morris's single season rushing record, and he's got three games left. So he sits at 1267 yards. It's about 6.3 yards per carry. And actually, he's ninth after his performance yesterday. He's in ninth place ahead of Larry Zonka for the single game all time at Syracuse with two hundred seven. So, okay. um, you know, he—I mean, look, that's a that's a tough one to do. Two hundred seven—that's pretty good. First time he's reached two hundred, and obviously one hundred and five for the season total. I don't see that lasting. I think he smashes it. I mean, he could beat that yeah. at Louisville, possibly. So. Um, I think, uh, according to Mike McAllister, DraftKings released their updated Heisman odds, and for the first time, Sean Tucker's listed at uh, 15, what, uh, 100, what is this, 150,000? What the hell is that? <laughs> 15,000, sorry, I got another zero in there. 15,000, so if you bet 10, you win 1,500, and if you bet 100, you win 15,000, so um, those are his odds. Now, okay. you know we'll see. I mean, I think the talks in itself is exciting enough. So. Oh yeah. Uh, right.
1: I mean, how long has it been?
3: I couldn't tell you. I've
1: had anybody that's been in a Heisman. I mean, it's anybody worth talking about. I don't know. I, as far as Heisman goes, I, uh, I,
3: I you not really me. say. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Floyd Little.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I think. McPherson in the late eighties, I think he yes, finished that's second, right. second yeah, in second. voting. Yeah, and I know that you know. Obviously, we had McNabb and Graves. I don't think I, they, they were ever in put up Heisman. Though. Yeah, but Heisman numbers is something serious. You got to have a pretty, pretty impressive season. And then this is looking like—I uh, mean—the most impressive running back season that I've seen as a Syracuse fan. Yeah, and we've had some decent ones.
3: We have, and um, you know, Kenneth Walker is still behind in total yards, but he's still got he's still a game behind. So after he this
1: said, he also had five touchdowns.
3: Right, he's got yesterday's fourteen so. total touchdowns to Sean Tucker's eleven, but he's also a game behind. So to be fair, next to week fair. to to be fair, next week he will be on track with the same amount of games as Sean Tucker with nine. So uh, yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. And I'm pretty but.
1: sure they got some, some big uh, big games coming up. Uh, they still got, I mean, look to them. They'll probably, you know, they'll, he'll probably have a big game at Purdue and against Maryland the next two games, but at Ohio State and um, home against Penn State to end the season. So, two pretty good defenses at the end of the year. Um, so, maybe that'll be the difference.
3: It could be we'll see. Uh, we will get into everything Syracuse Boston College right after we hear what coach had to say immediately following the game.
2: Well, first of all I like to start off with a G3. I'll break that down one of these days but uh, it was an amazing an amazing game and uh, I couldn't be more proud of this football team and, and the way they handled the adversity of the last, I don't know, you guys tell me five to six weeks and just unbelievable faith, unbelievable faith without evidence that they could do these things that they're doing. We're not done, hopefully we're not finished, but wow. I mean, for what the super seniors have done for us, and where we are in the youth movement, uh, I couldn't be more proud or more excited about being around this football team. What was going on with the offense in the first half? Three false starts and really not able to move It was very, very simple. They were making move calls, and uh, we hadn't practiced move calls because we didn't see move calls on the tape. It was almost like in, you know, maybe they'd been doing it all year, but we didn't see it. We didn't practice it. And then, you know, right when our quarterback is about to move, he jumped. That's five yards. <laughs> and, that, and that's all it takes. And the thing about being at home is that they can actually hear it because, our you know, you don't want your fans to make noise when you've got the ball. And our fans are really experienced, and they do a great job. They make noise when the other people have the ball. So, uh, you know. They can hear it. They make the move called, and we, and we had some veteran guys jump. Now, there's also some rules against that, but well, I'm not going to talk about all that because I don't want to get fined.
3: Uh, coach, can you just talk about what you saw from the defensive line after giving up 36 points and a lot of rushing yards last week and coming back today with the big game?
2: Well, yeah, they, were, they were determined. You know, I, I think it goes... I don't like to use certain words, but they had a chip on their shoulder. I mean... These weren't like freshmen and sophomores on the D line. These are some guys that have been here a while and they've seen this rivalry for a while and they've had an opportunity to taste it. And you're talking about uh, four seniors who's this is their last go around. You know, there is no double COVID, so this is it. And I think they just wanted to make sure that uh, not only that they shut down the run against BC, but they came out with a win. We, We need to get healthy. You know, and that's what a bye week is for. I don't know what the latest bye week is in the history of blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we're probably fourth or fifth from the last. Um, You know, we got it. And the key thing about a bye week is don't lose the bye week. And the way you don't lose the bye week is you get into the next game with people more healthy
0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: Healthier than they've ever been. And that's my job, to make sure that these guys come back healthier than they've been. Now, we're not going to get everybody back. And no, I'm not going to tell you who we're not going to get back. But uh, we will get back, and we'll be healthier, and we'll be better for it. The offensive coaches made the most of those adjustments at halftime. I talked to the coaches. The coaches will talk to the players. But we had guys playing different positions, and then they were doing some things they had not done before. So we're making sideline adjustments instead of stuff that was done in practice. Now, normally that's easy. You can go this or go that, and a guy, okay, I got it. But when you got a guy playing a different position than he's ever played, it, it normally takes a while, or they have to see it once or twice, uh, muscle memory, before they can, before they can make the adjustment, so to speak. But uh, you talk about halftime adjustments, okay, from the first and second quarter to the third quarter, there were some guys, there were some players and there were some coaches making some adjustments, and I'm doggone glad they did.
3: Hey, Garrett, back here. It uh, looked like on the, uh, on the touchdown that you were able to celebrate with the O-line there. It looked like you guys had that one locked into chamber on what you would do. Did it feel good to actually get it done?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just glad we got in the end zone. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say we've practiced that one before.
3: All right, the coach montage is brought to us by uh, the Spotify Green Room. Go to your iOS or Android stores, download the app. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password, and you can get signed up. You can follow us at Cuse Militia there, and you can sign up for notifications when we go live. You'll know about it. You can get in the green room there, and you can either eavesdrop on us, or you can request to speak when you do so if I approve it. Uh, unmute yourself with that little red microphone on your icon and say your piece. You don't have to just follow us. You can do whatever you would like on there. You can follow any range of topics. And you can even start your own thing if you uh, go live in the green room and you got people listening to you. You can record that. They'll email it to you and you can upload it. And you can do your own little podcast off of that with like zero cost. This thing doesn't cost anything. It's free. Go to your iOS or Android stores today. Download that thing and get signed up uh symbol.com is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on Symbol? You can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbuall.com. to create a free account. And when you make a deposit, make sure you use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. This means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting off your teams today. Symbol.com. All right, Joe, so obviously we'll start right off the top with um, this team pulling out this back-to-back to back, to back wins. Obviously, um, with the exception of Rucker, Syracuse has taken, I guess, the ones that they really, really um, could. I mean, you look at the three losses in a row, and you're down by three points. They could have taken any of those. But um, yep. uh, playing the way we started playing once, Garrett Schrader kind of uh, was... Melded into that role, I think uh, we take that game. but um, with that said, it is what it is. We're five and four now, but the one thing about this team, and the one thing to be proud about and is that there's no quit in this team, you know. Um, they've just done through last year, we've mentioned it before, through last year and through the the rough stretch that they've had, they've they came out, they beat Virginia Tech at home. They had to do it. You know Virginia Tech got back on track. Um, you know, that's not easy to go into Tech and, and, and beat them at home. Like you mentioned, no. I don't remember what the stat was. How many times have they lost at home? What was it, two in a row or three in a row? Three. Three. So, you know, I mean, um, it's a feat. It really is. And they should be proud of that. And they should be proud of this win, too. Um, we'll get into the defense. But, um, you know, with that said, the, the false start calls early. Uh, Those little things Hmm. need to be cleaned up. And I thought there were rules against the defense getting the offense to jump. There is. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate.
1: It's just, (laughs) again, yeah, it's just a situation where obviously uh, they did it and they were doing it and the refs just didn't catch them or couldn't hear them or whatever it may be. But, yeah.
3: Well, either way, though, you're at home. You've got to know the cadence. You you're the one that knows it, right? So you've got yeah, to, yeah. you've got to settle in. You're at home. There's no reason to be jumpy like that. But um, that's little stuff that has got to be cleaned up. You know, you I don't. It wasn't in the montage, but special teams was excellent uh, this week. I think I think um, James Williams averaged forty three yards a punt. That's his best uh, game he's had all year. Obviously, you had. There was some worry about Pena being out for me. I thought it was glaringly obviously, glaringly obvious in the in the beginning of the game there that he was missed until Courtney Jackson took it to the house. But um, all in all, special teams had a really good day. So flipping the field and um, with returns. So mm. no, I mean <laughs> it was dude Joe. Come on, throw these guys a bone. It's look, been I'm brutal. Saying,
1: no, they, okay, so they played better. OK, it's not, it's not like we did anything crazy. We didn't kick any crazy field goals. The punter did OK. He just didn't do anything bad. Right. Well, that's, OK, Joe, or that's you,
3: a start. Yeah, he had the best day of the year of his career so far.
1: Doesn't make it great.
3: It doesn't make it great. Did I say it was just great? Saying. Did I say it was great? Maybe I, was, I did.
1: It was less. Yeah, look, it was there was less mistakes. actually no mistakes and they no, returned
3: one. So, yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got to be happy about that. But, I mean, we got to still look at
3: this. Joe, the, yeah, Joe, Joe. We yeah.
1: can't look at this through. Oh, no, we just we can't be, just, oh, two wins in a row and we didn't have a mistake, you know. We didn't have a punt that went 10 yards, so now we had the greatest day ever. Like, <laughs> It's a good start. It's a good start. Not making a mistake is a good start. Well,
3: he averaged but, 10 yards more a punt this game than he did last game. Again,
1: Outdoors to indoors too. Upward trajectory, right? Right. That's
3: all. That's that's all we want. That's all we want. Uh, The defense. uh, I mean, what can you say about them for this game? They they barely bent. Really, Um, they didn't even come close to break, and kept the orange in this thing heading into the locker room, down three to nothing after a crappy first half of offense. Uh, They allowed only uh, a total of 251 yards from Boston College, zero touchdowns, five sacks. Kingsley Jonathan comes back, and he racks up three of those. Garrett Williams comes back, leads the D in uh, solo tackles with six, and they made a huge stop on fourth and goal. I mean, there's when they went into the locker room, down three with zero points, I'm thinking, you know what, I'll take this right now because I feel like the Orange has responded coming out of the locker room this year. They did it against Virginia Tech. They did it against Boston College. And um, you can attribute all of that to the defense because that could have unraveled really bad. They had a stretch of 12 plays where they gained 12 yards. So um, it was pathetic. you know. And yeah. we can talk about Garrett Schrader, 5 for 14, 65 yards. Not great, but they did, They did. I think they threw the ball, I think I heard in the press conference, maybe one time in the second half. And they just went
1: one or one or two times. Yeah. yeah,
3: And so they went back to what their what their game plan was. They threw a little bit too much. And I don't know. I don't really know. Maybe, Joe, you can tell us. But what was going on in the first half with the throwing? It just like some balls were high. I mean, it was the same typical stuff, man. But it looked like they were trying to get the pass game going because they were they they weren't having a terrible time on the ground yet, but it hadn't been really established. Right. So um, but but the defense, Joe, I mean, what, what else can you say about them?
1: But with the defense played; uh, they played great compared to the last game. Obviously, uh, letting Virginia Tech uh, run like that—that's kind of what I thought that they were going to do too. So to come in and hold—I um, mean, I know Garbo still had 84 yards, but uh, to hold these guys to this, um, pretty good. You know, it is attributed to a little bit of their quarterback situation because um, there were there were some open receivers that. The the quarterbacks just missed. I mean, Zay, Zay Flowers had six catches for 116 yards. He seems to be getting open pretty easily. I'll be Garrett Williams and Deuce. They have made some plays themselves, but um, really, it just the way that we got to the quarterback, um, timely sacks and stuff like that. It was just a weird game the way it ended out. And I don't know if, again, like you said, coming out of the locker room, it just seemed like we figured some stuff out. Uh, I was a little nervous when they came out and kind of. Grounded and pounded down our throat for the opening drive to go and get that field goal. Right. It was a nice long drive. Uh,
3: yeah, they only got got three
1: out of it. They only got three out of it. And then, like I said, we just, we figured something out. I don't know if they (laughs) lit a fire or if they made some adjustments or whatnot, but right after that long drive, I think we got the ball with like nine and some change left in the third quarter. And would we have four plays Four plays, and it was a touchdown. Tucker with his 51-yard touchdown. Then off that momentum, defense got a quick three-and-out, got the ball back, then scored in five plays with the Schrader uh, 40-some-yard run. And then you turn around and hold them three-and-out three, three and out again, and then we return the punt for a touchdown. Like, that's just that's crazy. So, yeah. uh, again, this is just a team that, that just continue to surprise me. Uh, you know, I think that if Boston College had – Jerkovic and, you know, a quarterback that could hit some receivers. It might have been a different story. But uh, once we got those big plays, it was like, again, we saw the momentum. We saw everything. It just looked like a beat up team, um, you know, a tired team in the first half. And we were just trying to stay in there. You know, we had that one drive, which finished in in that fumble. And like, again, you go into the halftime thinking, you know, yeah, I'll take this. You know, but we should still be winning another situation where we should have more points than they do on the board based upon the offense and the way that we move the ball just a little bit better than them. But um, overall, they just look like two beaten, tired teams just trying to figure it out out there. I think <laughs> you it
3: know? was I think a lot of the first half woes was frustration. I mean, Garrett looked visibly frustrated and, uh, you know, I don't know what it was, if it was communication errors. But, you know, he was getting, I mean, he was getting a little bit more pressure on him. There were some misassignments and things like that, and it's going to happen. You know, you've got two of your offensive linemen out, and then, you know, you take and um, you've got uh, Elmore out. So it was a, that was, you know, not ideal. That one that he lost the ball on, I mean, he was hit pretty quick. And then there was a couple where he held the ball too long. You can make an argument saying, you know, absolutely, he should have, he should have got outside the pocket and just thrown that thing away and been done with it. Instead, his mentality is to hold that thing and then figure out, you know, can you know, wait till the last second to see if he can throw it, if not trying to make a movement with his feet. And a couple of times he ended up holding that thing a little bit too long in the backfield and and, and got sacked. And, you know, I mean, he you gotta clean that stuff up too. So but oh, yeah, I
1: mean Boston College defense line you gotta give them credit as well. Yeah, They're they tough.
3: they had a game plan and they executed it almost perfect in the first half, right? So yeah. then you, you they take, gave
1: a little bit more pressure than I thought they were going to give.
3: Yeah. And then you, you know, you take the, yeah, I, I think so too. Schrader was sacked three times. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they've only had
1: eight sacks this whole year, I think, coming into the yeah, season, I believe. Yeah,
3: no, nine. Um, he had nine coming into this game the whole year. So <laughs> he was, uh, he's got 12 on the year now. So,
1: no, I'm saying Boston College.
3: Oh, defense. Boston College defense. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah. No, I think you're right because I think we talked about that. So,
2: yeah,
1: um, but that, that whole burst in the third quarter, man, was just it.
3: Four minutes, 53 seconds of solid football. And that was what did it.
1: <laughs> and then after that, the momentum just carried it through. The defense wasn't going to give it. I mean, there was a couple times when I was nervous just because I don't think we've had the lead. <laughs> so it's one of those things where some of these games I've gone into thinking like, oh, well, we got to make this, but we got to get down and do this drive, And then we end up getting into a position to even to possibly win or go into overtime. But now we actually had the lead. And now I'm thinking. I don't. I'm not used to this position or situation. Are we going to blow this? <laughs> you
3: know? Yeah, it just it, so. it. just didn't feel like it once. Once when Garrett Trader scored, it didn't feel like. Uh, I mean that that was the momentum shift was glaringly obvious. And you know, hats off to what was it, Morehead? I mean, he came in and stunned us a little bit, but ended up getting sacked a few times, and they I mean, he was off target a lot. But six five, two hundred and thirty pounds. That's a big kid. Um he had a lot of firsts, obviously, in his first start, and you know, got introduced to the NCAA by Syracuse's defense. Um so well, his first know, snaps like King, Yeah. Well, you know, Kingsley Jonathan got to him three I think he's the one he's the only one Kingsley Jonathan sacked three times. So um excellent um uh, by the D and um you know, that kid's not terrible. And you could tell no. well it it huh? No, no, uh, and you could tell. Well, we didn't even know who the hell was the backup to the backup coming into this game, right? So no,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, so um, he surprised everybody. Yeah, I think so. And then you're thinking, oh, crap. Well, this kid can he can throw the ball, man. I mean, he's That's he can launch thinking. it, and uh, we could be getting burnt here. But thankfully, he was off target. Uh, bye week coming, Joe. We complained about the bye week. We've heard coach complain about the bye week being this late. But you talked. We talked earlier today. I mean, I agree with you. You said this is coming at the best possible time. To be able to push it out this late is not necessarily a negative. It's actually, uh, a, a, I mean, it's going to work out pretty good for us. We got uh, Vettorello out, Tisdale still out, Chris Elmore was in a sling, Pena, as we mentioned. Um, I'm sure Schrader, I'm sure Tucker could probably use some recovery time as well, as well as the rest of the team. And uh, we didn't, Most people. I didn't hear anything. Uh, about marlo wax uh, when he exited the game there was nothing in the presser about it so i think i'm hoping no news is good news on that front but he was the only a question mark um besides those other ones i just mentioned service service he came out
1: no, he didn't come out, but it's just like you can tell he's limping in the game. Oh, he, like, yeah, 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 He fights yeah. every week. He to does. Get, to, to get playing, just he's, to get in there. You he's know? got I the
3: Ironman Award right now. So, I mean, there's
1: a lot. Of, yeah, there's a lot of people and players on our team that are fighting through injuries. I know Mikel Jones isn't 100%. I mean, at this point, you play eight straight games, nine straight games, right? You're not going to be 100 no, no one, If you play a certain amount of snaps, no, you're not 100%. So, you know, two weeks. Um, Winning those two games in a row, those three games that you lost by three, now at this point are way they're they're way back here. They're they're behind you. You know they're in the right. rearview mirror. You're not even thinking about that. You got these two games now. Um, they're on a high um, as far as you know, just winning these two games. And, and if you don't think that these guys, obviously having an identity and and knowing what they they can do going into these last three games, you only really need one more for bowl eligibility. So these guys are going to come out. Um, just super confident, super motivated in two weeks and hopefully a lot healthier and, um, and just ready to get this, this next three game push in
3: uh halftime adjustments obviously they worked we talked a little bit about uh, about it um we heard babers talk about it in the coach montage but i still hear the uh the fire babers stuff is still rampant um and people were still mad despite winning this game and it wasn't so much in our feed it was just throughout uh, it wasn't on our thoughts on the game feed that i saw there was a little bit of negativity but not too much but um it's like you can't win by enough and it, the the false starts being blamed on Babers and the I mean like have we not reached like peak like peak moronic I mean stupidity like I'm just gonna say it we reached peak stupidity with the fire Baber stuff yet I mean are you as over this fire Baber stuff as I am
1: I haven't even been listening.
3: Oh, okay, see, this so good for you, Joe, because you're not on Twitter. That's why. That's, <laughs> that's why. Crazy. See, that's, that's Twitter. Good, is the real place. Oh so my Twitter gosh, is- Twitter is not a real place. You're right, but I do get the text messages too. So there's that. Um, but you're right, Twitter is not a real place, and you're so lucky to not have to man the Twitter, the Twitter app at all. Okay, you just kind of relinquished yourself from it. Um, but you know, I think. Uh, by the end of this year, I'm hoping uh, Coach can uh, quiet that crowd, and it could be a non-issue. And um, you know, if we were sitting here with a a Liberty win and a couple of non-conference wins, then we'd be able to have that discussion, I think. But um, as of right now, I think that that discussion should be shelved, to say the least. Uh, the Touchdown Celebration, yeah. I, I, I watched it a couple times because I kind of missed it the first time. Okay, it's, it's cheers and popping a beer, slamming the thing, crushing it on your head and throwing it. I mean, you got to It could love be that. a soda. It could be a soda, but I doubt it. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was great. They, he was asked too, Schrader was asked if they got a name for it, but he, and he said no, right? Uh, but, I mean, what's he going to say? Uh, but I loved it. That's, a, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. And we could call it the Q's Militia Open. That's what we could call that. Uh, that run was. Oh, it was, was nice wild, run. right? And he tiptoed, he tiptoed the line too. I mean, he was right there. Those strides, man. I know. He's so fast. He is. <laughs> he he's right fast. There. He is fast. And uh, he made a couple moves too. There was a good block too. I'm not sure who it was. Maybe Mang? Maybe
1: I think it was Mang,
3: but there was a killer block and that opened that up. But he made some moves and he got out there. And it was, it was, uh, I mean, frick, man, if you're not going to throw it, you can do that. I mean, that that takes care of everything.
1: Oh, yeah, not going to be able to do that against every team, but
3: no, not no, but when you can take advantage of it, that's right. All right, we are going to get into your feedback right after this.
0: After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the Loud
3: House. All right, fan feedback is brought to us by Symbol. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge there are two ways to make money on symbol first every time your a team you own wins you earn cash, win payout. second, just like the stock market if you think a team is going to increase in value you can buy low and sell high for a profit. use the promo code SD to make your purse first deposit risk free. This means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't right for you symbol will refund your initial deposit no questions asked what else? Spotify Greenroom app go there create an account okay go to your iOS or Android stores it's free there's a lot you can do with this app you've heard me mention it a thousand times it's a lot of fun follow us at Militia. there sign up for notifications so you know when we go live you will get a notification you can sit in the green room or you can request to speak or you don't even have to listen to us you can do whatever you want you can follow there's plenty of topics plenty of things going on there that you can follow and you can have fun with that your iOS or Android stores get there today download the app it's free. All right, Joe. Not a whole lot from Facebook. You know, Facebook is like, okay, um, Facebook, it, whatever they do to our posts sucks. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's anything personal or anything like that, but whatever their algorithm is, it just, we uh, are not making any moves there, <clears throat>
1: which is. I know. I can't wait to get
3: rid of that. I can't either. But, uh, I mean, you have to get fan feedback somehow. Right. <clears throat> right. So it's Twitter or that. Uh, I get it. So. Uh, Richard, on Facebook, Schrader needs to get rid of the ball instead of getting sacked. Sean Tucker is the man. Give him the 44 jersey already. The kid is fun to watch. Yes, he is brilliant to watch. You know who else was 34, though? I meant to mention this last time. The one, the only Bo Jackson. It's a great number. You know, Thurman Thomas there, Bo Jackson. We're talking about Bo Jackson <laughs> right now, bro. Okay. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that shit. You know, that's bullshit. <laughs> what an asshole. <clears throat> All right. Uh, uh, Sh- Schrader. Yeah, we talked about it. He does need to get rid of the ball a little quicker. I think uh, he'll learn. I think he, it just tries to make, Something. Ha- I think he's just trying to make something happen. Obviously, it's not uh, to a fault. To a fault, he wants to win sometimes. So,
1: uh, no, huh? When you, I mean, you when you run and like that, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. You know?
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes you're gonna get out of there, and sometimes you're not. You know, couple, right. you know, a few plays later, he's doing that. He's running for 48 yards and a touchdown. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Dominic on Facebook. In today's era of high-octane football, I think people forget what the ground and pound looks like. Reminds me of when, speaking of uh, the Bills, the Giants beat the Bills in Super Bowl twenty five. They threw too much in the first half. Don't play to their strengths, even if we make a bowl. Gilbert should not return for next year. That's a little harsh, don't you think, Dominic? Just a little. Um, But... Uh, Yeah, they they went, so they did throw a little, we talked about this a little bit, they did throw a little bit too much. It was frustrating. Um, You know, obviously, you do want your quarterback to do better than 65 yards. I mean, you know, it is what it is, but he makes up for it in other ways, but they've got to get a hand. It's not going to be something you can do every week and win with that little bit. Unfortunately, I think that's glaringly obvious at K yeah. Nabiwaniak Schrader and Tucker, along with this incredible defense, make this a special team. They clearly don't trust Schmidt anymore, and the punting is still horrible and hmm. they don't need Tommy or Taj. OK, well, you know, you deal with the team you got. Right, so... Pretty much, yeah. Uh So, um, I, I don't think it was a trust thing with Schmidt. I was wondering about that call, though, Joe, that fourth and six on the 33. You remember that? And they just... I think Schrader ended up getting sacked on that one. That was one of the ones he held the ball too long. But do you just hit the field goal yeah. there? You're in between the hash marks. Uh, it's within his range. You're in the dome. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree or dislike the call that going for it there, because I think that's four down territory sometimes, but in, in plus we weren't getting anything going at that point. But what do you think as far as um, just throwing Schmidt out there to kick the three?
1: Uh, I, I, I don't. I mean, it was zero zero. I'm going to go with whatever the coach chooses for right. the amount of flack that he's gotten from the fans and going back and forth between whether or not you should do this or do that. Um, I'm just gonna be okay with what he decides to do, especially when a zero-zero game in the first half.
3: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like I didn't. I didn't. Either way, I'd have been fine with it. But I understand if um, if if your fans are saying, you know, we're down three, we got a chance for three, and the, and the perception is is well, they don't trust him because he hasn't been as good as he was. You know he's huh. struggling a little bit, not at, to
1: say that Dino was thinking about that, but I'm just not going to be that fan
3: right at if not now, when eighty four defense was good in the first and amazing in the second Tucker did his usual plus sum after the offense woke up. I really felt good about his performance. yes, absolutely. it was great and yeah. uh, and uh, I think we're still waiting on the tweet. I don't think the tweets come out yet, but I love how um. I love how everybody does wait on pins and needles for, for Tucker's tweet. I mean the pressure's on. And how about the end of the game? Did you see his did you see his um post game interview
1: last night? Yesterday. In, just him? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah.
3: He was interviewed immediately after the game, man, all smiles, and oh, you know no. you don't get to see that much from Tucker with the ear to ear smile. So it's 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 good to see, and you know they bring him in the presser, and he's he's like he reminds me of Marshawn Lynch in a presser without without the you know the harsh rudeness. He just. Yeah. In the Skittles. <laughs> yeah. He's a basic, you know, he gives you the basic answers and stuff. He's not going to sit and elaborate. But at Joe Catskill, excellent game. Very few killer mistakes. And once more, the D played their butts off. Didn't understand how our offense can look so great, then just disappear. Two wins in a row. Been a while since I felt this kind of joy two weekends back to back for Orange Football. Yeah. Um, they just got, they just were, I mean, like you, did you call me at the half or did you text me at the half? You I texted, you. no, you texted me because you were behind. So when, when you said, you know, Boston College came into this game with a great defensive plan and they, they absolutely did. They just, they just couldn't keep up with the ground game. I mean, it was just, once you just start running the ball down their throat, um, it's, it's only a matter of time before you're getting through yeah. there.
1: And, well, we helped them. We helped them too. I think that the way that they set it up and, and they did their things uh, in the first half, I think it kind of made us—I don't want to say made, but made it think, made it look like the, the passing and, and the stuff like that was open. I think that was partly why you know is we were—they were stopping our, our run a little bit—and some of the things that they were showing made it look like we might be able to pass on them. So I think again, we we passed too much, and and that's why we didn't. You know, after that one drive where we went down and fumbled. We didn't really move the ball, but um, at the end of the day, I mean, we should be, we know what our identity is and we should be running with Tucker and Schrader from the beginning of the game and make them stop it, make them stop it before we have to go ahead and throw. And obviously, you know, I'm not talking about run every play, sprinkle some throws in there, you know, take a shot downfield if it's second and one, that kind of stuff. But um, sit, down, sit back and make these these defenses beat your strength because, I I mean, it's seven straight 100-yard games for, for Tucker and minus the Clemson game. I mean, Schrader's been pretty good too. So uh, I don't know. There's not too many defenses, the personnel that that Clemson had. And as we're getting later in the season with playing against teams that are losing depth, losing players, I just, I don't know. I don't see too many teams that are going to be able to stop us from running over 200 yards
3: um well i actually well we'll do the twitter polls at the end we'll do the twitter polls i did a couple of polls and we'll talk about those before we leave today um but but what about the you know i mean they throw these high percentage th- um pass plays in to get him settled in and i didn't see much of that i mean he was trying to they were trying to take a shot most of the most of the first half when they were throwing the ball there wasn't You know, a good screen to Tucker, or, you know, Courtney Jackson's been getting better with the slant stuff. And, you know, some of those high percentage things, I think, I mean, I'm not a freaking coach, but it seems to settle them. And, I mean, it seems to settle any quarterback. You get going, you get into a rhythm, and, um, you know, you see what you can do from there. But, you know, they're going to have to have both. Down, these last three games, that, that that's gonna have to improve. I mean, you can run the ball and you're gonna be successful doing it eventually, and you're probably gonna rip off a couple big ones, and you're gonna get some some highlight plays and some points put on the board. But at the end of the day, we're coming down to Louisville, NC State, and Pitt. You're gonna have to throw the ball, in my opinion. Um, at well, we'll just say Bill, Bill Keen on Twitter. If BC had a QB who threw accurately, they win. They had many open receivers deep and missed most of them. Interesting how SU really had no passing game but still wins. Awful passing today by Garrett Schrader, but he's a great runner. And the double threat with Sean Tucker was the difference. I mean, if ifs and buts were candy nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. We have no idea what, what Jerkovic, if he could have won this game or not, right? But... Obviously, the passing looks better. The passing wasn't terrible. I mean, it was, what, 40? It was a low percentage, but 180 yards. uh, No mistakes. And, um, again, you know, I remember last year, even during all the COVID stuff, when we went 1-10, Syracuse was racking up the turnovers, to say the least, last year. They did a really good job. This year's been a little bit sparse and you got you know there was a couple shots that Moorhead took and I was surprised that he hung on to the ball I was waiting for that thing to pop yeah. out I mean it's <laughs> obviously strong so yeah. um yeah I mean the dual threat and that's what that's what's that's a, that's what we do now right like Joe just said to your point that's that's the identity that's it that's what's winning games Sean Tucker's freaking amazing I mean this cat is just man Uh, He is a blast to watch, and when he, I mean, he's fast, too, in his own right, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, um, Former track star, so, and he's so, he's so chill and humble about everything, Um, he's just a blast to watch, I mean, I just, gosh, man, to keep, if we could keep this guy for for two more years beyond this year, that would be, uh, that would be amazing, it would be amazing, but we all know that goes <laughs> so, <laughs> at Cuse Waterboy back to back ACC wins Tucker goes for 200 plus yards and is now on track to shatter multiple SU records and the team is 5 and 4 with a great shot to make a bowl game we're building something special and let's do let's get the people to pack in the dome for the final or for the finale in a month versus Pitt so yes senior night they're gonna do the walk around right you got the what, six super seniors and you know we'll talk later. I'm going to get into it now. What this team, what this defense looks like after these 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 seniors um, are are out of here. But um Syracuse fans, I so I texted I texted Cuse Waterboy this morning because I don't want to get on here and say something if if my perception watching TV isn't reality. So I asked you know. Student section has showed up every game. They've been amazing um, um, organizing and getting the kids there. They've been um, second to none for, for what we deal with. They set a student record this year, I believe, uh, for attendance in the game. Um, but we got to get the locals in here, man. We talked about this. They, they laxed the COVID policy on kids. So you can go there with your kids now. And don't have to worry about the test and the shot and all this other stuff. And there's no reason, in my opinion, to not be there on a Saturday afternoon like that. It just looked a little weak to me. Still loud, though. Still loud. They still made noise, which is what you're always going to get. But, man, if if we can pack that place for Pitt, uh, regardless of uh, what Pitt comes in as, um, just coming off of a loss here. But, um, you know, obviously they were ranked 17th. I don't know where they're going to land tomorrow, but...
1: Yeah, they got oh. so they <laughs> the guy so they threw an interception. You're,
3: just, you're Going, real upset about this. Go, yeah, yeah. go, well, go.
1: They go I mean, because it looked like they got a safety uh, after they threw that interception, and it should have been a two point game getting the ball back. But either way, um, yeah, we definitely have to try our best to to get as much people in the dome. You know, I just I think that unfortunately this is kind of like unintended consequences of COVID and um, the, uh, quarantines and, you know, now there's just, there's not a lot of people that want to leave their house for as many reasons. Um, I think that other people have found that more things in life are are more important than entertainment and stuff like this. And then on top of that, throwing in the inconvenience, if you're not vaccinated to have to get a negative test and everything like that. I ran into that situation when I went up there and I have spoke on it. So, um, these are just going to be unintended consequences. It's going to, it's going to you're going to see it happen in basketball as well. I think that the students, they've been quarantined. It's a little bit different when you're younger, and most of them, I think, they all had to get vaccinated to go back to school. So, I so. they don't have to worry about that anyway. So it's a situation where uh, I can see why it might be easier for them. But um, during this whole thing, I, th- I think that you know, as far as like, that's definitely one of the unintended consequences that's going to happen from this is I just think that overall, you're just going to see that in all sports and in all arenas and, and facets and things like that. I just think that there's going to be more people that just are OK with hearing about it later or watching it from home versus, you know, either going and taking a chance or just like I said, maybe they just don't want to spend the money with inflation and other things going on. I mean,
3: well, the tickets, get- by the way, I mean, um, I saw tickets for ten dollars a day of the game. So, I mean, I don't know what a, what a dome dog is, but James, by the way, on Twitter, at James Zuba on Twitter, this dude got, uh, got a dome dog that was like, you could hear. <laughs> I should pull it up so we could listen to it. He took his bun and hit it against the cardboard box, man. It sounded like a brick. <laughs> but, um. you know, I don't know what you're paying for a rock hard dome dog. But, yeah, I mean, to your point, but you're saving money on tickets aren't expensive for these events. Um, they They have got these things down to ten dollars this game. there was a deal there was a deal at the last home game. so Clemson game and. You know, maybe it's because it's indoors, Joe. But I look around. I was in Blacksburg last week. Uh, didn't seem to be a problem packing those stands, and didn't seem like anybody was really that worried about it either. But it could be because it's in- indoors, and you know, I'm not going to speak to what everybody's feeling. But um, I think that there are some 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 unintended consequences to that, and maybe it's because it's it's closed up. But uh, well,
1: I think also it has to do with the the rules. I mean, did you have to get a
3: yeah, for Clemson uh, you did. What? What oh in Virginia Tech? Yeah. Oh no, no, nothing. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what,
1: that's what I mean. So I think it's just a situation where you just don't I mean like I said, that's a walk. Maybe
3: they need to revisit their rules. And if someone well, I mean, doesn't feel comfortable take going because a little because while to
1: figure it out I guess. Right? A
3: little I think it's figured out. I mean, I think I think you're right. I mean, obviously it's not doing great. You know, we've spent a year outside of the dome, no one's been able to go, and then this year comes and it's just it's okay, but it's not the what I expected. It's a new brand right. new dome. Tickets are cheap. Um you know, uh, well, like um, I said, um,
1: it's we've always been the community has always been a, a, a community of walkups, a community of figuring out the day or t- the two days prior. You know what I mean? Whether or not I'm going to go to the game, right? And if somebody doesn't want, you know, like I said, I mean, I couldn't go because of my situation. You know, you can't just figure out what it is, and I think that they're really going to see it in basketball, and they're going to have to figure it out one way or another because I know they're losing money when it comes down to that. You know, not having seats in the dome.
3: Zach's in the green room. He says, don't have time to chime in. Give Tucker the 44. That is all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the push for the 44s, um, you know, we won't hear the end of that until it's done. Uh, but I don't see yeah, it what, happening this year. What happens if he doesn't want? Well, then I guess fans will turn on him and eat him for breakfast. You know,
2: that's, that how, that's how
3: it works. No, obviously not. But he could make a, he could make a, something out of the thirty four. You know the way other players have with other numbers. You know. What if
1: it's his favorite number?
3: Yeah. Well. Well. See, w- we don't know because he did say that if he was offered it, uh, he would take it. Right. So, um, Joe Morris was forty seven. I mean, we've had a lot of guys that were awesome that didn't wear the forty four and. If he gets it offered it next year. So, okay, I guess he's got an NIL deal with Manny's on, on the Hill, and mm-hmm. they're selling shirts. I got one. I got one for me. I got one for my wife. Tucker 34 shirts. So I'm like, yo, I want the 34 shirt straight out because if they change it, I'll get that one, too. But I want the 34, too, because the 34, like, that's this is a memorable year. All the records that are being broken: seven straight games with hundred plus rushing yards, two hundred and seven yards, moving him into ninth place ahead of Larry Zonka for The single game he's going to break the, the season yardage record, and I mean he did all that with the, he's going to do all that with the thirty four game, and right. um, and I want that shirt. Whether or not he changes it or not, I don't care. If he gets the forty four, fantastic. If he doesn't get the forty four, fantastic. Like I said, it's Bo Jackson. Oh, that's the that's Derek Carr. My Bo Jackson one's in there. But I have a Bo Jackson jersey hung up, thirty four. Maybe I'll get me a maybe I'll get me a, a Tucker jersey, signed thirty four jersey, and hang it next to my Bo Jackson one. That'd be cool, right? We could. So anyway, um, uh, at are we still doing this? Are we still podcasting right now. At Cuse Stews, attendance stunk at the QS game today. Apparently, he was there. At Turf on Fire. Bad first half, but feels good to win in going into the bye week riding high. We should already be bowl eligible, but I believe we can get to six. Yes. Um, I believe that we squandered a couple opportunities, one or two at least, um, to have six wins at this point. But we are here we are with five wins, and we've got some games that um, I think Syracuse may be able to surprise someone. In, in these games coming up. And um, we're going to talk about that in one second, Joe. I'm going to get your thoughts. Uh, at Dome 9 as a fan, it feels good to believe that there is a chance to win every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, that's how I feel, too. Even yeah. even that stretch, Joe, where we were losing games by three points. I mean, in any of those games, every, every one of those games, we had a shot to win at the end. We just didn't. You know, are to tie rather too, right. so yeah. I mean, this is night and day from last year, and um, I think we should all be excited. We should stop calling for the coach's head. This is a huge turnaround. They've 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 um, plugged in some some different players. Our wide receivers are very green when we're we're trying to deal with what we've got. We had a quarterback controversy in the middle of the year that stifled any kind of. Um, any kind of you know acceleration from from Garrett Schrader from the get go, or Tommy DeVito, if it was going to be him yeah. too. So
1: bunch of people went in the transfer portal, yeah. <clears throat> which was kind of a clear, you know.
3: Yeah, we lost the backup much, running backs, so we lost yeah, our backup I mean, it was running. Pretty
1: back. much, it was clear that you know we were going to be going in a different direction, you know. And, and he, you know, had to make a, a decision, and he made a tough one, especially based upon you know there's obviously you know uh, history and. and personal feelings with certain people when you bring all that into it it's it's difficult um but uh he made the change and we beat liberty and pretty much ever since when you know we gave wake forest the game and put them took them into overtime and had a chance to beat them ever since then i've had the feeling that um that we're we could compete with anybody in the acc because i think wake forest right now is the best team in the acc so yeah um you know they're they still got some tough games ahead and i know we do too but um We've competed with everybody, especially since we've committed to Schrader and we've only gotten better. Um, we know what we can do, and now it's we got to go out there and make people beat us
3: yeah, and that's just it, and it's limiting these mistakes these 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 little things that we talk about every week this week it was the false starts um it just it just you know you're not gonna you're not gonna win the fifty fifty stuff with the refs we've we already know that yeah,
1: so that just kills me though <laughs> like just <laughs> no. like what because it's one of those things where Bergeron hasn't been making those mistakes yeah and he, got, all two year. he got
3: two of them man he got two of them
1: yeah like had like two or three one one I mean it's a situation where then when you listen to the to the coach and he's talking about what the defense line might be doing I feel like that's just kind of a. Like happening. That, that should you know be. I mean? Yeah, like,
3: that should be called. That should be. They should.
1: Well, it should be called, but it also it kind of explains. Even though it wasn't called, I can be okay going to the next game and knowing we won. That hey Bergeron doesn't have this problem. He probably jumped because of this, but they didn't call it, so right. he'll be okay.
3: Right. So that, that that goes to when when you see Bergeron jump twice, at least twice uh, in the game you know, someone who doesn't usually do that. Now you have, now you kind of know why. And it makes sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's not like one of those things like, oh man, what's he doing? He sucks. It's like,
3: right. No, absolutely
1: what's not. He, what's he doing that? He doesn't do that. Right. You know, and then when you put two and two together, you're like, ah, it makes sense. Right. Now, did they still, did they still count? Yeah. Did it still suck? Yeah. Right. But, um, we didn't, we didn't get the call, but we know that I know that it's not going to be a, an, 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 you know, an over reoccurring issue for the rest of the year.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I got the uh, I got a text from my brother-in-law and, and uh, him saying, you know, these false starts in you know, Dino Babers. He needs to be fired, man. This is ridiculous. I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. I got to deal with negative Q's fans every day on Twitter, man. Can you not text me this crap? <laughs> it's just so hard for me to deal with it. You know, I mean, what do you do? And how many times,
1: right. And how many times is that ex- right after the play? Is that like an emotional reaction? Like, boom, oh, right it's
3: emotional. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because the
1: guy, because I always look at it like, okay. And then what happened? Did we get a first down and then go down and score a touchdown? You know what I mean? Like, cause I look at it like, and I mean, I kind of count those things. Like just what you talk about with turnovers and stuff. Oh, well, if you turn the ball over, but we get the ball back and score after they score. Like. I look at it like if you get a if you get a false start or you get a holding penalty or something like that, but we we overcome that and still get a first down or get points on the board, then I don't care about that penalty anymore, right? I mean it's still gonna count in the Absolutely. box score, sure. but you know, no harm, no foul. So Yeah, I'm with you, you on know, that. Something, something like that, that's just ridiculous.
3: Uh so I'm I sorry pe-
1: you have to deal with that.
3: I figured you would have to at some level with some of your friends too, no?
1: Mm, not really.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, All right, so I put some polls out on Twitter, and uh, the first one was Syracuse will win at least one of their last three to make a bowl game. Buy, sell, hold, and I don't know what buy, sell, hold is. Okay, because there are those people. In fact, 3% out of 196 votes said, I don't know what buy, sell, or hold is. Uh, 2%. (laughs) <laughs> more people don't know what buy, sell, or hold is than than want to sell this thing. So 2% sold, uh, 8% held, 87% of Syracuse fans bought this. Syracuse wins one of their last three to be bowl, become bull eligible. And so then I'm like, yeah, I saw the way this was trending. I'm like, all right, Syracuse will beat blank to make themselves bull eligible. Got um, 149 votes on this. They go uh, Louisville, NC State, Pitt, or they go 0-3. 7% people said that they go 0-3. 13% picked them to beat Pitt on senior night. 17% picked them to beat NC State. And uh, 63% picked them to beat Louisville after this bye. Now, if it's me and I'm voting, I'm picking Louisville too. Can they go three in a row? Can they bounce? Can they? Can they get healthy and bounce back and show up? <laughs> after a week off uh, and, um, you know, beat Louisville, at Louisville. So I feel like that's the best shot. You know, Louisville had struggled against uh, NC State last night. I don't know what kind of shape Malik's, Malik Cunningham is going to be in by the, time, yeah. by the time he gets to, uh, by the time Syracuse gets there because he had a rough one last night, um, you know, and, and they're going to be playing straight through. So, in fact, yeah, Clemson, yeah, they got Clemson, right. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think, Joe? First of all, back to the original question, real quick. You, you think, I know what you think. You think they're going to win one of these last three to become bowl eligible, right? Yes. Okay. Now, who do you think it's going to be?
1: Uh, if I had, to, if I had to put money on it, I'd, I'd say Louisville. Okay. I think just getting, being as healthy as you probably are going to be, other than probably coming into the year, you know, uh, and then, obviously, with the momentum and the, just the confidence that the team is going to have coming in. Um, you know, I know it's at Louis, Louis, Louisville, but they are a team where they lose one guy. And, you know, Cunningham goes and they play against Clemson and he gets hurt. I know he's going to be banged up, but, um, yeah, I, I think that just kind of bodes well for for Syracuse, because, you know, if we lose that one, I mean, obviously we're still going to I think we're still going to be in every game. I don't think he's going to lose the team. And, you know, now that we have five wins, even if it does come down to Pittsburgh, the last game, we're still going to go. Um, but it's it's only going to get harder. I mean, NC State kind of handled uh, Louisville last night, you know, in a very um, physical game. And but uh, and also NC State, we just don't play great at NC State. Um, I think since I moved down here think we've only won there once so walking into that damn stadium I'm not too confident <laughs> about whether or not we're gonna walk out victorious or not um just based upon history here so um and then obviously Pittsburgh I mean they're talking Kenny Pickett Heisman possibly number one pick I saw somebody out Mel Kuiper talking about him might be in the number one pick and I know that they're up and down and they just lost to Miami but that's a dangerous team um Especially offensively. So uh definitely Louisville the best chance without a doubt.
3: Yeah, I would agree. And um do they do they Okay, so let's well, we'll talk about that later.
1: I would buy. No, no, no. Buy. Yeah. Right. Buy.
3: Buy and you pick Louisville.
1: Even though I I'm probably along the same lines as that I believe that we should probably be bull eligible already.
3: Well, yeah, but we can't I mean, we're not. Right? So that's what, I mean, I that's get that. Uh, so, I put another question out. And, oh, really? uh, yeah, this one, I'm, well, I'll go over it, but I want I want to get more of these, and I'm going to throw it on Facebook, too. So, the Hokies have Enter Sandman, and, um, you know, it's amazing. We You see it on TV, it's amazing. And um, so, I posed the question, what Orange Football intro song would bring the energy before a game? And, at, <laughs> Eddie under slash carp buddy, he he started to pick up his game, but he first said Bohemian Rhapsody. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, please, Lord, no. So, <laughs> so uh, there's
1: nothing wrong with that song.
3: It's it's, just, no, that's not that's a bring a, it, bring the energy no, song. Right, right, right. right no, right, right. God, well,
1: no. In in spurts, but.
3: Skaramush, yeah. skaramush. No. (laughs) Uh, At Sean Jacob Bean. Uh, (laughs) Thunderstruck, ACDC. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, At OrangeFan524. Welcome to the Terror Dome. I'll have to reacquaint myself with that one. Uh, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor by Matt Sherman. And then there's some Eminem ones. Lose Yourself, I Know. I'll have to listen to it. Uh, Till I Collapse. I have never heard that one. Nah. Uh Hell's Bells uh by um ACDC at Orange Skin. And um a couple more here. A couple more here. Uh let's see. At CN Wire, nineteen eighty five, the ecstasy of gold. That's a that's an that's a, uh um, Metallica. You can't do Metallica, unfortunately. Trust me. There's a bunch of them. Seek and destroy and be a great one. Um but you can't do Metallica at all because that is Locked up. So, anyways, get over to Twitter. Uh, I'll pose the question on Facebook too. But get over to Twitter if you're on Twitter and give me your thoughts. I want to get. I'm to get a couple of them and put them in a poll and see what we can come up with. I think that would be fun. Danger zone. No, Kenny Loggins' danger zone. No, <laughs> that reminds me of being. <laughs> that reminds me of being ten years old watching Top Gun. Absolutely not. Those memories are precious. Uh, Those kids on that team don't know that. Uh, well, maybe not, but you. Dun, 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 dun No, 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 we're not doing Danger Zone. My God, you're right up there with Bohemian Rhapsody from Eddie. Danger Zone. Uh, Cole loves the Danger Zone. By the way, he loves that song. <laughs> Plays it on Alexa all the time. Uh, that and um, Africa by Toto. Uh, so that go there. Go to the socials. Give us your thoughts on all that. I'm really glad. We could be here to do this early and, uh, and get it done for everybody. Um, everybody who is in the green room at different times uh, looks like Seth, Zach, Dominic was in there. We appreciate all of you guys for hanging out with us in there and um, that's gonna pretty much do it for us, Joe. So uh, right. be on the lookout. We got some maybe we'll have old Jim Zuba. Have Jim Zuba on. We'll talk some basketball during this off week. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, wanna pre- I want to preach. Uh, I want to say thanks to everybody for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out here. Bye. Hey.